otherwise on SAFM. Happy Wednesday, Mzansi, and welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Shadow Twala is my name. My producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer for today is Derek Fordyce. Our number in the studio is 0892-102010, and our email is otherwise at safm.co.za. And in fact, I've just opened a, tw- a Twitter page, so otherwise, it's at otherwise SAFM, and that's how we get you on Twitter. On our show today, uh, Renee Leighton joins us to share practical fun ways to ignite a love of learning. Then the co-founder of Authentic Chicks Talk, I like that, Tembilin Glovo tells us of her journey to the Clinton Global Initiative Conference. And finally, we talk to Nongkululego Songwane, the founder of EduBank, providing more effective education. But first, our lunch bite. Otherwise, on SAFM. Now, Lunch Bite of the Day is taken from a compilation of Lessons for Women on the Journey to Peace, and that's by Ian Levan Zand, and this one is about freedom. Wherever you are, at any time or place in your life, you will get what you need by doing what you need to do. Others may not like or understand it, but you are on a mission. Your mission is etched into the essence of your being. It's called DNA, Discovering New Altitudes. How else will you know what you can do unless you do it? People may warn you about the dangers, discourage you from taking chances. Just remember, most missions are wrought with danger. The falls and pitfalls you encounter toughen your hide, straighten your back, and coat your booty with Teflon. If you attempt to alter or change your mission simply to please other people, you will alter your DNA and retard your growth process. By the way, your DNA is nobody's business but yours. You're not required to discuss your lessons or growth process with anyone unless you choose to. Your growth, new altitudes and new dimensions will be fully recognizable. It is not your mission, assignment or responsibility to live up to, down to or according to anyone's opinion of you. When you realize this, you will also realize how far you can soar. So, today... I'm on a mission. How do we nurture an entrepreneurial spirit to create a more economically vibrant society for all? NetBank, SAFM and partners bring you the Transformation Dialogue, where a panel of experts will debate a range of topics surrounding this. This month, we explore financial inclusion. Tune into SAFM at 9 a.m. on the 29th of January, and let's make transformation happen. We are an authorized financial services and credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. NetBank. Hi, I'm Brad Brown, and I'm a sports addict. If you are too, join me every Saturday and Sunday afternoon for SAFM Sports Special. Right here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Otherwise, on SAFM. Well, Rene Lighton is an educational consultant, coach, speaker, and author of the Let's Get Ready series. She joins me now in our Cape Town studios to talk about her series and about an un- upcoming conference preparing children for school. Rene, thank you for joining me in the studio, and thank you for your infectious personality. <laughs> thank you, Shadow. Lovely to be here. You seem like you love what you do. I definitely do. I'm definitely loving what I do, and I do what I love. That, that is what we're talking about, right? Now, before, what attracted me from your, 
series, your Let's Get Ready, and I, I need to find out where it all started, but um, your Let's Get Ready series was the, for the handwriting. And I thought, why would anyone write a book on handwriting? And is this now for, for young beginners, when parents teach children how to write, or is it at school level? So, so actually what happened, the first book was Let's Get Ready the Green Way. Okay. And that book was written with the idea of assisting parents, teachers, educare, um, assistants, or pairs, anyone that actually had to do with kids. Including our pairs. Or cl- including our pairs. Because what it was was, let's look at what we've got. Let's look at what we've got and how we can use it to play in a way that lays a fabulous foundation for education, that ignites a love of learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, oh, you've got to go out and buy something, mm-hmm. what do you have in your home that can teach and lay a brilliant foundation for color, shape, size, number, position, all the, the groundwork, the fine motor, the gross motor? So that book was actually f- mm-hmm. first, and it was a great blessing. And, and people, because what it is, it's a hands up, a hand up as opposed to a hand out. Hand up. A hand up, saying there's a hand up. Here's something that you can do for education, Mm -hmm. that that you can do to educate your child without waiting for someone else, without saying, if you were an NGO, okay, I need money from the government Mm -hmm. or from funders, or if you were a parent saying, well, I'm waiting for the teachers to tell me what to do. Now, at what age age are we talking about? We're talking anything from two Mm -hmm. to eight. The book is sort of geared for that age group, two to eight. And and really, learning is a language, and a lot of parents don't realise that language is it's it, there's there's such there's language we use in the classroom in grade one, mm. and if your child hasn't heard the language of bigger than, smaller than, in front of, behind, between, um, more than, less than, estimate, guess, that language that that we're so used to using in the classroom. If your child hasn't grown up with that, there's a challenge. Where, you know, if you're talking about floating, sinking, all the words and vocabulary we use when we're teaching learning. Um, but yeah. here's the thing. What, what, what you teach, and I love, I love that you use things around the house. What you teach, though, um, will, will it then not clash with what the teacher, unless the teacher's using the same idea, the same concept, because if they're using a different concept, when they get your child at grade R or grade zero, um, it, it becomes, does it not become a conflict then? So the blessing is, is that I'm a foundation phase teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm also Montessori trained. Okay. I'm also special needs trained. And I have my BA. So, and I taught for 11 years. Okay. And I still went into different schools after I had my own children. And I was an educational, I worked in an educa- as an educational consultant for a large educational company. So you draw from all that knowledge. And I've written books for the department. So it's, it's really about, so I know what we need. Mm-hmm. So I'm in alignment with that. Okay. Okay. And so if a teacher, and that's why, you know, schools will book me to speak because they know that I can offer support to parents and teachers mm-hmm. in a way that's in alignment with the curriculum. In fact, in a way that if you give me something and say, oh, Renee, I have to teach addition. And in the old days, we used to do rote learning or, you know, the flashcard drill. Yes, yes. So I'll say to you, Shadow, okay, so you need to, you need to do that repetition, but now let's do it in a fun way. Well, how about taking that egg box? That you would normally throw away. Yes. How about we write numbers in that in little indentation? 
How about you put a raisin or a pop in a piece of popcorn, or if you want to eat a smartine, you put it in, maybe you put two in, mm. so that you shake, 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 you open the box. Now your child's, le- you know, land, the smarties landed on two numbers. Mm-hmm. So now, six plus five, can you give me the answer? Mm-hmm. Next time, shake, 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 oh, two plus seven, oh, three plus five. You can do, so there's ways That's of doing things that are fun, fun. and it's supporting what we have in the curriculum. In no way is it clashing. It's about really, let's make this fun. Uh, you know, the, 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 this whole thing, and I, I saw this child with an abacus yesterday on television who has yes. come first in, in, in a world competition. And I wonder then why don't we continue to use, because what you're talking about is also very similar to uh, using an abacus, which is an ancient way of, you brought a whole suitcase of stuff. <laughs> you must know. Rene tra- never travels without a suitcase of stuff. <laughs> stuff, learning stuff as well. Yes, yes. Okay, so, so you brought me the, 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 the egg uh, container. Yes, and mm-hmm. here we have one, you know, so it is really nice because this can be now, I mean, just look at the shadow. It, the possibilities are endless. Wow. So we can use it as an ca- accounting tool. Normally you'd hopefully recycle this. Mm-hmm. But now once I show you that this could actually be a baseboard for a track game, that we could do pattern work, that we could do number work, that we could, well, we should say play, actually, mm. that we could do our sounds this way, that we could play the most amazing bingo game with this. Just with, with this and... A carton of 18 eggs. Yes, or any. It doesn't have to, doesn't they, have they to were, be 18. If they, were, no, yeah, if they were younger kids, we could be using... A six, um, six, six egg yeah. cart. Yeah. And if you had collected throughout your, you know, your time, your lids... These become the counters, the lids and the bottle tops, okay. or the tops of your toothpaste, you know, the, the yes. toothpaste tube. They could become your counters that you're covering the words, or the sounds, or the shapes, or the colors. One, two, three. You're learning in a whole new way. I believe you should be teaching teachers how to teach. But that's exactly what I do. <laughs> Only when they call you. But Only I'm, when I'm, they find you. <laughs> I'm called many times. Oh, you are. <laughs> I am. And, I, and, I'm, and happy I'm to hear yeah, that. And, and, you know, Shada, that's what I'm really delighted because my purpose is to play in a way that brings me great joy. And brings me great joy, and the second part is to, and is to bring others great joy. And I've really been blessed to share all over South Africa and in Namibia and in India and in Swaziland and last month in Cambodia. And I know that this work isn't really about me. Hmm. This work is about the world. Oh, I can hear a lump in your throat when you say that. Oh, sweetheart, you are so passionate about this. It brings tears to your eyes. Well done. Well done. And it's going to spread in, in many more ways. I know that. I trust that. Oh, she's crying. <laughs> <laughs> you make me cry. Now. I'm such a crier. Let's talk about handwriting for a bit. Yes. Because I know a lot of children, and when we grew up, uh, we, you know, um, there were ways of writing. Uh, firstly, what hand you use. Kids were, yes. were beaten to use, if they're left-handed, they're beaten up to use the right hand, and, and terrible things are done to them to do what they do. 
But just, and I, I, I wish we were on television again today because it would be lovely for people to see all these things you bring out, which are things we recycle and throw out every day, and yet they're so important to get the message across and make learning fun and make learning, you know, a passion like, like yours. But let's talk about handwriting. What yeah. ought to happen when we teach children and when do we begin to teach them about handwriting because they can't read? No, so, so handwriting is really, it goes right back to which skills do you need to lay so that we have successful habits so that we can have fabulous handwriting. So mm-hmm. I, my, my little ones are supposed to be tearing and it would be wise for them to be tearing the old ad- retail advertisements because if these three fingers on your right okay. and left hand yes. are strong and... So that's your thumb and your... Your index and your middle finger. And yes. your middle finger, yes. If we allow our children to tear and to play with Play-Doh and to cut and to play and... What will happen is these fingers will be strong enough to hold the pencil or the crayon later. And then what we want to do before we even get to that formal book Mm. is really just even this sort of break... Container, yeah, container, all the polystyrene tray, lots of cardboard of, boxes here, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of powder, and mm. let me draw here first because I'm two or I'm one, and I want to be able to to draw without holding something in my hand. Mm. So there's a progression mm. because my body and my muscles have to be ready for my book for the pen for the pen for later. Mm. Mm. So how do I draw? Can I instead of cutting a floppy piece of paper, give your youngster? a polystyrene tray, mm-hmm. and let them cut or tear this first. Because look so at using the, the scissors yeah, helps yes. you, you strengthen it. lovely and firm. Mm. You're not giving a three-year-old a floppy piece of paper to cut. You Which may cut their skin anyway. Yes, and they get frustrated. Then they think they can't. So the more I think I can't, then the more I can't. The more I think I can. Look, I can do this, this polystyrene tray, which mom was going to recycle mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. The more I feel I can, the more successful I am. So, so really that handwriting book is about creating successful habits that will lead to positive results. Many, many parents don't understand that, you know, they sit their kid at the dining room table. The kid's feet are not grounded. Mm, they're so they're swinging. Mm-hmm. So immediately their core muscles aren't engaged. Mm. So they're not sitting with their knees at, you know, the 90-90-90 and firm and upright because that's a successful habit that will lead to a positive result, that will set my child up for successful being able to control the handwriting. Mm. And so that's what that book is. And the book is photocopyable. Lots of books aren't photocopyable. I want it to be able to be bought, photocopyable, use it many times, their numbers, shapes, all of those things inside it. Now, Renee, you also use card games. Tell, yes. tell us about that. I had the most amazing school inspector, inspectress, uh, Miss Walden-Smith, who's actually passed away, who I was terrified of when I was a teacher, I want to tell you. <laughs> All and one of I those teachers. terrified <laughs> of her. But she was an incredible teacher. And she showed us how to play games with cards. Mm. Um, and that love of cards was sort of compounded by my dad. He also loved to play cards. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was I thought, so as a teacher, I was really frustrated because I knew I needed cards that had dots on, cards that had number names on, cards that had numerals, you know, yeah. cards with sounds, with capitals, with lowercase, cards that, had, that I could make up as compound words, so like a rain and bow, mm-hmm. and you put the two cards together, then you get rainbow. A rainbow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flood cards so that you could unpack like 520. So what was 500? 500 and then 20 mm. and whatever. Mm. And a 100 block, which is like the basis of so much of our work we do, from 1 to 10 all the way to 100. And I could not find it in one place. So I thought I would create it. Mm. And so that's what I did. I created a book with all the cards you would need from really from age 3 to grade 3. And I made it photocopyable. So the idea is you 
cards are there. You photocopy it, you put it onto a hard card, and now you can copy it as many times as you like to make memory games, snap games, visual sequential games, runny, patience. You can play with all those cards. I'm so excited you're here because now <laughs> you've got you've got this conference, which is what I'm excited about mostly. Yes. That's preparing children for school, yes. and somebody may be listening and thinking, "Oh, but my child started school last week anyway." Mm. And we're thinking, no, this is the time. But even before that, with your other children that are that, that are not at school yet, and it, I think you would also help us parents understand what sort of questions to ask teachers in choosing a school, the mm. first school for your child. You need to understand what the method of teaching because now you've got this amazing thing that you started at home. Mm. Um, how do you bro- broach that subject of Okay, this is what I've been teaching my children in, in, in lighting at light on, yeah. with light on product, light on. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the fact that light on and your and your surname are the same. But how do we how do we broach that subject? I mean, mm. you know, because other teachers may not be using light on methods. So it really doesn't matter. I think I think important shadow is to choose a school that's going to suit your child, mm. not so much that's going to suit you. Okay. So you may go for a Montessori school or a Waldorf school or a regular, you know, government school or private school, but wherever, but you will have a sense. I really believe that inside each of us, there's like a GPS. You'll get there, mm. you'll feel it. Some and of us have know. lost that, eh? Yeah, so I, it's, it's yes. I live in a suburb and my child's got to go to St. David's because you know, I look good yeah. paying that amount of money. Yeah. Mm. So then if that's what it's about, <laughs> then I... <I'll laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about choosing, using your GPS yeah. to finding your child's school. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, you know, when you visit the school, you, you, th- there should be an ethos, a sense that your child could belong here. Mm. And the real world is that not every teacher, you're not going to get on with every teacher. Mm. Teachers are human beings, and, and in my experience, 99.9% are trying their best mm. with what they know. They only know what they know. We all know the same. We only know what we know. But if you approach them in a conversation that this is where my child's at, how can I support you mm. as opposed to I want to tell you what I've been doing, it's gonna, that's a different kind of conversation. Yeah. So how do we invite a conversation which says, how do I support you in class in a way that you would appreciate. Yeah, enhance at home what we started in class. Yeah. And you suggest And then that. would you like to invite Renee to your school today? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Renee must come to your school and share some of her insights with you. But uh, preparing children for school, yes. um, who's invited? I mean, this, this conference, yes. should every parent come through? Who Or should teachers come through? Should child, child minders come through? Who, who must attend this preparing you, children you, for school? Yeah, do you know Dr. Melody Niaga from Mind Moves? Mm-hmm. Okay, you, so she is an amazing woman. You mm-hmm. need to interview her. She's okay. wonderful, right. wonderful. Dr. Melanie Diaga. Melody Diaga. Yeah. She is wonderful. So I, um, I have been invited by them to, to participate in their conference mm-hmm. because the, the uh, w- uh, conference is in Johannesburg in February, on the 8th of February. And it's really, it's open to preschool teachers, teachers, um, it's open to au pairs, to parents. It's a way of learning, and I think what we're going to do is present a magical way of learning, a different way of learning. And so I think there are four teachers, I mean, four uh, presenters, mm-hmm. and each of us will add value to, to you in the room in a way that, that when you leave, you will have practical ideas of what you can do with the information that mm-hmm. has been shared that day. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But should you be, um, 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 again, I ask, should you be a mom of babies, little children, two toddlers, eight. two to eight mm. is, 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 the, is, is the age where yeah. one can benefit from yes. it? Yes. Okay. You mentioned all these different types of education where people could choose Montessori, mm. people can choose a government school. Mm. What, what are the differences with all those types of education, types of schools. Yeah. So, so I can speak from a Montessori point of view. Where is that where you were a teacher? So that's no, so that's what was part of my training that I did in the UK. Okay. I taught at government schools in South Africa, the deaf school. Um, so for me, it's really so Montessori schools different. It's terms of that the children direct the learning, whereas in our schools. The teacher is the sage on the stage, mm. <laughs> where it would be wise for us to realize that actually teachers are a guide from the side. Mm. And that is what excites me, because having, have, having been blessed to be able to do John Demartini's work and to have been a, you know, qualified as a life coach, that's what I add into my workshops when I workshop with teachers mm. and parents, because it's really about what happens in your mind first. Because you create there what you want to see in reality. <laughs> what did you learn from Demartini? Well, he was he was my aha. <laughs> he was he was I must say one of the biggest blessings in my life. Um, that whole thing of just so what is it that you truly love to do, and what is the contribution and the legacy you want to leave, and that was for me like sure. I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. When did you start doing this? Play shopping. Yes. Um, it, you know, Shadow, it's, it's just, it happened. So I finished teaching when I had my kids, uh, my two gorgeous daughters. You know, I need 24 and 21. And I did a little bit of relief teaching. Then I went and I needed educational equipment. So I went and I asked for a party. And then I thought, well, I can do that. And I actually became a partner in that educational company two years later. Mm. And I started running workshops for them and for myself and training their trainers. And it just actually evolved. I'm thinking, though, it still brings a lump to your throat up till today. So, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's, you know, it, you, every day you live it so deeply because mm. it means so much to you. And that's why I thought, if you started it so long ago, why does it still choke you today? Because I'm so blessed. And because, you know... I've got SABC on my vision board. I put SABC on my vision board two years ago. Mm -hmm. So that one day, because the power of radio is enormous, and having worked in Namibia last year and the year before for the last 18 months, I know that there are people in rural areas that just never, ever have an opportunity Mm -hmm. to attend a workshop or to watch television. But your radio is so powerful. Okay, so that's what moves you because you're reaching a lot of people today. And your vision board two years ago, and look at where you are now. Yeah. Okay, power of vision. That's the power of vision. Now, tell me, um, how long are the workshops? Because I'm thinking that we need to maybe ask you very kindly to to prepare a radio workshop that we can do on this show. Mm. And, and, you know, so we can give people beforehand, just go and collect this, go and collect that, and have that in your room, and then we'll tell you what to do with it, and we run a workshop on air. How's that? That would be fantastic. Okay. So, all you need to do is tell me, 
how long you need mm-hmm. because that's how I work. My clients call me. They say, oh, Renee, I've looked on your website and, you know, what workshops do you do? And I, my question to them is, what is it that you need? Because my promise to you is that I'll deliver something in a fun, practical, worthwhile way to you. And how long do you need? And so you tell me if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, I'll do what you need. I love it. We're going to run workshops <laughs> on the radio, getting getting children to, preparing children for school. And that's mm. lovely. I don't care when we do it because there's always a child to be prepared for school. Absolutely. So we'll, we'll, you and my producer will talk about things to collect and how long and all of that. And I just love your passion. I love, 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 mm-hmm. love the fact that you feel so warm and, and you choke when you talk about the subject. And, and it's something that we need in this country. I'm going to thank you for joining us. And people may find you on your website? Yes, they may. www.renelighton.co.za Lighten as in light on. As in light on. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) And the the, the books are are, are called uh, Let's Get Ready series. That's it. And they're available at all uh, good stores. At all good stores. Well, they can email me. And if they've told me that they've heard um, us today, Mm -hmm. we'll give them a special price. How is that? There we go. There we go. I love it. I love it. I love it when the plan comes together. (laughs) Renee, thank you so much. And that conference is in Johannesburg on the? 8th of February. 8th of Feb. And where is it? Saheti. Primary. Saheti. And the details are on my website. Oh, details on your website as well. Okay. www.renelighton.co.za. Love you. Thank you so much. It is now time for news headlines with Aureli Kalenga. Thank you. Good afternoon. In the headlines, KwaZulu-Natal police have arrested five men for allegedly shooting dead five people and wounding three others at a party in Mpumalanga Township. Northwest police say they are ready to deal with the pending strike at the major platinum and gold mines in the province. And finally, residents of Hebron Northwest have handed over a memorandum of grievances at the Madibeng local municipality's offices in Brits, giving it 14 days to respond. Details at 2 o'clock. Asked for it, and now it's here. FAFM proudly presents the best of the African Connections Richard Mwamba, the dance edition. Dance yourself silly in this compilation of the best dance numbers of the African Connections Richard Mwamba, now available at reputable CD outlets. SAFM Current Affairs continue to look at the issues. We look at developing stories and stories not in the mainstream by giving you an evening update on Weekend PM Live, Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 9 p.m. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Otherwise, on SAFM. My next guest is the co-founder of Authentic Chicks Talk, which is called ACT, Tembilen Zovu. And here she's going to share the journey that's taking her to the Clinton Global Initiative Conference. Tembilen Zovu, hello and how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Lovely to be on the show. I tried to find you on Twitter. Did I find the right person? Did you find Montletti? On Twitter? Yes. 
Did I find you? I'm not sure, but I will take it's Nontle T for Nontle, which is my second name. Oh, no, then I didn't find you. I sent it to a wrong Tembilenzov. Well, <laughs> I was trying to, to, to say you must retweet to all your friends because we, we're talking to you today. But tell us a bit about ACT. I like the Authentic Chicks Talk. So ACT is a new organization. It's still a baby. We still like trying to formulate it and basically what it is it's a platform for young women to get together and share and talk um my with my founder my Zig, we found that there's so many issues that us as women um all around the world we have but we don't have a platform to voice them out and share them with each other and there's so much that we can each learn from all the other experiences that we have gone through as women which we others can learn from so authentic chicks talk is like let's get together and be authentic about these issues, not sugarcoat them, but keep it as real as possible. So we plan to bring together whole sessions and bring together young women where we will discuss issues about identity, issues about sexuality, issues about what it is to be a woman, and also branching out into how can I then make it in the world where society restricts a, a young woman? How do I then branch out and break those boundaries? You're 21, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm so proud of you just having these sort of discussions with your age group because everyone thinks 21-year-olds are out partying every day. <laughs> <laughs> what sets you apart from the rest? I mean, how do you – I hope you still party at some point. Yes, I do. Oh, I okay. Do. I have to keep it real, authentic. <laughs> I do party. Um, I think what sets me apart from the rest is actually I'm just like everyone else. Mm. It's just that I just sort of said, hey, wait a minute. While we're busy doing this, we can also be doing this. Mm-hmm. And now that, that caught the attention of Monash leadership. Tell me about that. So Monash, South Africa is where I'm currently doing my honours. I'm going to be graduating from there um, in Feb, so I'm looking forward to my graduation ceremony. But I think that's where it all started, at campus. Mm-hmm. So Mona South Africa is my varsity, and I got involved with a lot of community engagement work, got exposed to different communities in which we volunteer in. And it's from there where I looked at the youth and looked at um, the opportunities that were there and looked at how some of the youth were just not empowered and it was then what I brought upon myself to say, what can I do to then contribute to one individual's life or into that whole group of young people who are in those communities? Mm-hmm. And Mona South Africa has really helped me in facilitating in terms of providing the skills and just providing the support to be able to do what I want to do. And that's where I am today. Is it, is, is it when you did the part of the Uluazi tutoring program? Of course, yes. Fantastic. Now... The big one then hits you because apart from representing Monash South Africa, but you on your way to possibly meeting Bill Clinton, former president of the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. CGI. <laughs> um, um, so I got nominated by the university through our partnership with Laureate. And um, I got nominated to go represent the school at the Clinton Global Initiative University. Mm-hmm. So CGIU is just a build-on of the CGI initiative that was um, a model of former President Bill Clinton. And basically it brings together university students from around the world and says, 
yeah, take action and create positive change in a focus area that you want to focus in, be it um, education, environment, climate change, poverty, elevation, um, human rights and peace, whatever it is that's dear to you, we're giving you an opportunity to make that idea a reality. Mm. And what do you want to focus on specifically? I mean, with all that on your smuggler's board uh, when you get to CGI. My, well, my key point is education. I've always been one for education. That's mm-hmm. where my passion lies, hence why the Loisy Tutoring Program. Mm-hmm. But then in that education, I was like, hey, um, there's so much going on about empower- I mean, education in terms of the academic classroom work, but I want the holistic education, and that's where the empowerment of women comes in. Because mm-hmm. that part not only just deals with the education component, but it also helps with um, the poverty elevation part as well. Okay, and, and you know, you, you meet other heads of states, uh, you know, leading CEOs from different companies around the world. Is there one that you've latched on that you think, oh, at CGI, if I could meet so-and-so, if I could just tell so-and-so about ACT or about Uluazi, um, which who stands out for you? It would have to be the first lady because <laughs> um, she came down um, a couple of years back in Joburg doing a woman empowerment um, campaign and that's the one person I'd be like, hey stop we are act and this is what I want to tell you about it so it has to be Michelle Obama. It, it would have to be, do you think, do you know if she's attending at all? I'm not sure at this point um, yeah I'm not sure, I'm hoping she will Well I hope that she does for your sake you know, <laughs> and, and, but in the meantime you, you, you say that act is still a baby, still a mere idea and um, this is going to give you an opportunity to share it with the world but what can South Africans do to make sure that act uh, whether you, you, you meet Michelle or not uh, becomes a reality That would have to be just like not just for act alone but just um, in term, on a, in a general, like speaking in general now, just um, having young people or having opportunities where young people can actually bring up these um, bring up these ideas. It's a lovely thing that I get to travel abroad and get to meet um, former President Bill Clinton. But it would be so much beautiful if there was something like this that was happening here, mm-hmm. here in South Africa, for us to say, "Hey, we young people, let's get together." And we do it here on our own soil. Mm. And that would be something that would even um, make young people, be, uh, I feel, more engaged more, especially young South Africans, because that's something they can say it's proudly South African. Mm. And I think that's one of the elements that um, Mayendega, who's my partner, and I looked at, is that as much as we want to glo- go global, we also want to um, want South Africa and Africa as a whole to grow. Mm. want to expand our nation first. So I think just having platforms like that where we as young people can just go out and take over maybe, in Africa, maybe in South Act, Africa. ACT is that platform that we must grow, maybe. Yes. Um, your partner, you keep on saying your partner, what's her name? It's Mayenzege Tamiyangosi. Mayenzege? Yes. Because I think we must also congratulate the both of, of you. Of course. For, is she traveling also to, to, to CGI? Unfortunately, no, she won't be traveling with me. I'll be traveling alone on this one, but she'll be with me every step of the way supporting me. Well, she must look after, somebody must look after Axe <laughs> while, while, while you're traveling because, you know, we don't want to lose you. Uh, and how do people get hold of Act and if they want to participate or assist? 
We saw in the process of creating our domain, mm-hmm. um, our website, and um, and doing a Facebook page that we just have to get it registered. But at the moment, it will be at talks at talks.org, so we can look out for that. At and at talks.org. ACT Talks. Yes. ACT Talks.org. Yes. Dot org. Okay. Dot za. Well, yes. well, keep in touch with us, and we'd like to know how your your CGI experience goes, and uh, what else you know you want to share with us when you come back. That would be lovely. I'm looking forward to have so much to share, so much to bring back, and so much to just help us go this way as well as I've said earlier. Good luck, Tembile, and and say how's it to Mayenzege. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. Have a lovely day. You too. Take care. Right. Wonderful when young people are doing such great things. We're coming back to speak with another young person, Nongkul Lego Songwane, who is the brains behind EduBank. My name is Anele and I vote because I want to be heard. Hi, I'm Sashi Naidu and I vote because I'm proud of my freedom. I'm Joey Razin. I'm voting because South Africa is the best country in the entire world. Hi, I'm Lira and I vote because my vote is my voice. Nice. <laughs> Your last chance to register to vote is on 8 and 9 February. Call 0800-11-8000 or visit elections.org.za for more information. IEC. I vote South Africa. The Specsavers Summer Promotion is back. Get a free pair of single vision prescription sunglasses up to the value of 2,100 rand. That's right, free prescription sunglasses. To get yours, simply purchase an eye test and prescription spectacles. Plus, you can upgrade your free sunglasses to polarized lenses, eliminating blinding glare for only 299 rand. Promotion ends 31 January 2014. Specsavers, for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. Please and please apply. Otherwise on SAFM. Wednesdays on Otherwise are Youth Days. We look at what young people are doing, what we can do for them, what they can do for us, and how we can share that information with all of you. And this 25-year-old from Ulundi completed her matric in 2004 and went to study law at UKZN Howard the following year. She's always been passionate about helping the community from operating a feeding scheme with her family on Sundays for members in her grandmother's community in Dababa to helping friends in challenging situations. Now she is the brains behind EduBank. Nongkululego Songwane, hello. Tell us about it. Um, EduBank is basically a mobile structure which houses our educational resources and distributes them to children in com- different communities. And that is what it basically does. It also merges academic education with social education to refer to what I refer to as prosperity development. And that is what we're basically all about. Now unpack that for us, please. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds all, you know, it's got all those nice words, but tell us what EduBank does exactly. All right. Um, well, if I could just quickly make an example. If mm-hmm. a child in the community is in need of a school shirt or school shorts, mm-hmm. what they basically do is that they deposit the old uniform into EduBank in exchange for a new one. The deposits made in the form of uniform are taken to our Edu factory which comprise of unemployed single mothers who have the skill to sew. They renew the uniforms, which are then put bank into the bank's resources to later uh-huh. be distributed to another group of women 
we also encourage the women who assist us at the Edge Factory to start their own clothing banks where they take second-hand um, clothing in the community and renew them and are able to sell them back to the community at lower prices. Um, that's just the distribution aspect of EduBank. When it comes to merging social education with academic education, what we basically want to incline on the young children is social responsibility so that when they grow up to be the youth of South Africa or the leaders of the African country, they've been aware and are consciously aware of the social injustices that happen within our country. And that is what we basically want to achieve. Wow, that is an amazing idea. Now, where did you get it <laughs> from? You. Where did it come from? Um, I always feel as if the personal is always political. I'm a mother myself to a seven-year-old daughter, and I know the challenges when it comes to the beginning of the year and sending them back to school. Are you a single so mother? It, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. So it always goes back to what can I do to assist other parents who have been in similar situations. And I feel as if you have a project that's close to your heart, and I don't think there's anything that can stop you from achieving it. And it just assists the single mothers as well into not worrying so much at the beginning of the year and all able to create and sustain their own income in their own ways as well. Mm-hmm. So that is what I was targeting. You know, I understand you collecting old uniforms and getting them re- redone and, and remanufactured, if you like. But where do, do your resources come from? You need machines, you need all sorts of things. What's, what's at your edu factory? Um, at the current moment, there is one sewing machine, which is mine. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, so um, it's still at the beginning phases. I still want to target specific schools that I want to adopt under EduBank. But just to begin with, I'll be doing the renewals up until we have funding or we're able to outsource different resources so that we're able to employ other mothers as well to come assist in the EduBank. But just at the foundational phase, it's just smooth off. What area do you work in? I'm in KZN Durban. Okay, but where in KZN Durban? It's quite in Woodlands. In Woodlands. So you've identified schools around your area in Woodlands? To begin with, yes. Mm-hmm. I also want to move in the ink area as well. So I don't want it to be geographically bounded mm-hmm. specifically. So just to start off, it will start off in my area, which is Woodlands in Durban. Mm-hmm. And then it will sort of branch out depending on which schools are in need of resources. How many how many people do you think you've assisted since you started? I'm just trying to, to think of, of, of the numbers and the kind of equipment you would require to, to spread yourself around the whole of KZN, for instance. Um, in, in, with Just with one machine, how many people do you think you've assisted? No, we haven't assisted any as yet mm-hmm. since the whole project was at an idea phase. Okay. But um, through a program that I was in, Activate, which is a network of young leaders basically that come together across South Africa mm-hmm. to start projects and kind of come up with innovative solutions to problems, mm-hmm. um, I was funded with the startup capital. Okay. So I'm hoping that by Feb I would have adopted a school and started with the program. We're looking at starting off with 50 students at the beginning, Mm -hmm. 25 being girls and 25 being boys. And essentially, we want them to at least, at least start off with three pairs of uniforms so that through the recycling nature of the network or the project itself, they end up with five. Mm. Now, if, 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 if other people from different schools, for instance, you know, gray pants are such a commodity. Everyone wears gray pants. 
Um, you know, maybe maybe we, we can encourage other people to bring in what they don't need, what they're throwing away, which may help uh, put together to help the school you've identified. Uh, is, there, no. is there thoughts around that? No, definitely. And the nice thing about EduBank is its ability to sustain its own resources. Mm. So once having identified the schools, even if it's not within the school identified, if people have uniforms, like for example, grade fours usually move to another school when they enter grade five or grade mm. sevens. Mm. When they move into a particular high school, they change uniforms. Mm. And we encourage those people to donate at least one pair of uniform to EduBank so that they're able to renew the uniforms and distribute it to a needing group of individuals as well. Now, when we talk uh, uh, offering the uniforms, what are we talking about? Uh, just pants and shirts? Um, are we talking just one? Because other uniforms have got uh, s- uh, specific colors of, of the school. So you may not need that. But, you know, w- w- what is commonly used by all schools? Or do you just take anything that you can get? No, um, at the current moment, I take anything that I can get because we're not just looking at accommodating one school, as I've stated earlier on. But if people do not have uniforms that are of, for example, like you stated, the school colors, like your white shirts or your gray pants, gray shorts or gray shirts, then that is definitely welcome to be donated to the edge of but you also talk about ensuring that every, every child starts a, starts the day with a meal. How how yes. how do you plan to to manage that? We want to set up breakfast clubs. Um, so earlier in the morning, if a child has not had breakfast, for example, in the morning, then they're able to come to the breakfast club grab a quick meal before they start their day, mm. because it seems unproductive if a child starts their day or the school day on an empty stomach. There's nothing that is productive that will be obtained on that particular day. So we want to alleviate any sorts of problems that might come in, you know, in line of just getting a proper education, quality education. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in awe of, of, of you and, and what you're doing. And I, I, it's a huge project. But, you know, listening to you, I know you've thought through everything and it's going to work so well. Um, if, if, if people want to get hold of you, how, where, and when can they get hold of you? How? Mama Coco? Um, yes, they can go on the Mama Coco or they can go on my NPO's email, which is pinkthrough at gmail.com. They can also go on the Facebook page that I've created for Pink, which is also just pinkthrough. So if they search pinkthrough and go under the pages, then they'll be able to see the organization and what it basically does. Pink through, as in walking through the door? Yes, as in pink the color and walking through the door. Okay. Pink through at? Gmail.com. At gmail.com. Well, we wish you the best, sweetie, and and thank you for taking time to talk to us. Yeah, bongama. Bongitin. That's nonkulego songwane, pink through at gmail.com. A sister, let's let's try and, and, and spread her idea of the edu bank. I love it. It's now time for Nali Bali. And-